0: In this conversation, I want to single out and share more about my experience of my business after I had Deacon, my second little guy. So he came around at the very, very end, like literally almost last day of 2015. So for all of 2016, that was our first year together. And it was great and lovely. And he was a super, you know, chill baby. So that was textbook, textbook goodness from his side. What I wasn't expecting from the business side, was to feel as disconnected as I did. And I'm not sure the order of events and how I'm going to be publishing these conversations, but I know I do have a few friends and guests who do talk openly about their experiences with postpartum depression. So I'm definitely not trying to make light of that. I do think that's something valuable, and I really appreciate when women are open about that. But for me, it wasn't a disconnect With my baby, it was with my business, which had kind of been like a baby, I guess, you know, I mean, in terms of resources and passion and energy and focus, it was like another child in that sense. I mean, of course, it's not actually literally like a child. It's a business. It's not a human being. But you know what I mean? Like before Deacon came along, me and Bryson had been in a good stride. You know, for most of that year, Jeremy was deployed and it was just me and Bryson and my business that kept me company. And I was kind of all in, especially during my trimester of awesome, when I was just kicking butt and taking names and really on it. And truly, I mean, I, I had my last, like the month Deacon was born, the revenue that I generated in December of 2015 ended up being, after all payment plans came through a hundred thousand dollars in the month that I freaking gave birth. I mean, again, he came at the very end of it. I kept being like, I'm going to, really take it easy in December. Like that was my thing. Cause I was going to be 37 weeks at the beginning of December, like that first weekend and Bryson, my water broke at 37 and a half weeks with him. And then I had a C-section cause he was breached. And so with Deacon, I was going for a V back and I just thought, Oh, well, since my water broke early with Bryson, it's going to break early with Deacon. Wah wah wah, 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 it sure did not. And I tried everything, everything, except for castor oil. I never did that. Oh, side note, and I'm going to have Susie on an episode, but make sure you go to thecalmbirthschool.com, thecalmbirthschool.com if you're pregnant or going to be, because she's amazing. And I thought, oh, man, it's going to be too late to sign up for her resources when I was 36 weeks pregnant because I was just sure I was going to go into labor the next week. But I didn't, and so I had plenty of time, almost a month, of learning and having Susie's affirmations in my ears. Anyway, Susie Ashworth is amazing. The Converse School. I'll put the links in the show notes at Naptime Empires. Nonetheless, I had been planning on taking it easy in December because I thought Deacon was going to come early in December and whatever. So he didn't, and so the... Longer that he took, I felt like, oh, cool. I got a little extra time. I got a little extra time. So the end of November of 2015, I pre-sold these Beyond the Site workshops, which if you're in the Naptime Empires Playground, you will see what I'm talking about because I share the link in there. I don't share it publicly anywhere else yet because I don't have a sales page for it, and I don't just want to pass the order form around when you don't know what you're signing up for. But anyway, I pre-sold these three workshops called Social Studies, Dreamails, and Word Pickles to help people with copy beyond the website. And so I just did like a basic webinar to kind of pre-sell it, blah, blah, blah. That was great. Then I did an actual, a course, about copy webinar. Had 40-something people join in a span of three days, which was also great. Then I'm like, okay, not in labor yet? Sure. Todd Herman gives me a ring. Not like a ring, you know, phone call. And we talk, and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, yes. I'm happy to share 90 day year with my crowd because I had loved working with Todd during my trimester of awesome, starting earlier in that June. And the next thing you know, I was having an amazing month. I was super productive working on things that really were truly revenue generating. And that was all I was doing. At this point, my websites were even down for like two weeks. I'm not even kidding. I think it was at least a week, maybe two. Again, I was very much focused on just putting myself into labor at that point and enjoying, like, checking Christmas things off the holiday list. But it was an amazing month. I mean, to be honest, that's a true testament. Maybe this should be a totally separate episode, but a testament to... As my friend Susan says, the universe treat you as well as you treat yourself because I was getting like weekly blowouts. I had two massages trying to go into labor. I was walking two miles a day like up and down the street with my parents looking at Christmas lights, usually one in the morning, one at night. I was wearing all kinds of interesting outfits, just anything that I was wearing, dress or whatever, I would just put tennis shoes on and go. That's besides the point. Maybe I'll do my birth story another day. All that to say, I'm just putting you in the frame of mind. I was in a really good frame of mind in December. I mean, yes, I was over it, like tired of waiting, but also really thankful that I had had a great healthy pregnancy and that Deacon was all right in there, just taking his sweet time. And I just didn't prepare or expect for what would come next once he was actually on the outside, which was just this weird disconnect from my business. I just didn't feel connected to it anymore. I don't know how to describe it other than it kicked off what ended up being a year long ish fog and identity crisis. And what am I doing? I don't want to like, so I had pre-sold the workshops and then I told them that I would give them to them in February. Like I would create them. Well, Nikki of November was not realizing that Jeremy of January was going to be deploying again when Deacon was three weeks old. He was going out for a half of a deployment for about three months. And I was not counting on that. Like, I I just wasn't calculating that in my head at the time when I was like, yeah, I'll do these in January. Because Deacon's going to be born early in December. And everything, of course, is going to work on my timeline. And so... January passes, it's all, you know, blur, it's his first month, the Deacon's first month of life. And then it's February, and my parents go back to Texas, and it's me, solo momming newborn and getting Bryson to preschool and whatever. And I had no desire to work on PowerPoint slides and videos and all of that. Like, what I was really excited about in November, all of a sudden, I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Cannot do it. It became a thing. It became an inside joke because, well, maybe it took a little while for it to be funny. It was painful, like painful resistance. And I kept being so hard on myself. I had a couple of calls in February that I did as like bonus calls from whenever I did the launch of a course about copy or bonus calls for whatever uh, other affiliate promotion or something. So I had a couple of calls to deliver on. And that's why I ended up starting to know that I needed to have help with babysitting. But other than that, I just didn't, I didn't want to do anything for my business. And I thought that I was going to snap out of it real quick for some reason. And I I say this with a year of 2020 hindsight. Again, I think I've said this before. Maybe it's more like 2050 or 2100 or something because it's not like I'm too far out of that. But at the time, I was just like, Aimless. I don't know. I felt weird. I knew that Naptime Empires was, you know, it was a twinkle in my eye. And I started thinking about memberships and everything. And so my buddy, Carrie Green, has an amazing membership, the Members Club, Female Entrepreneur Association, and the members club, and I knew she had worked with Stu McLaren, and I was like, do you think he's taking one-on-one clients? And then this is a really fun, amazing story that I manifested. Not only was he coming to Hawaii, he was coming to Oahu. I mean, who actually comes to Oahu as opposed to going to Maui or Kauai for their vacation? He was coming here, and he was doing his workshop and it was at Alani which is like my favorite spot. Anyway, so that was great. So even as of March 2015 when I was hanging out with Stu at his membership workshop I was dreaming up Naptime Empires, but I didn't know what I was going to do with it or when. I was like, I may be a year or two from actually putting this into action. But since you're here and since the twinkle of an idea is in my eye, I'm, I'm going to you know go learn about this. And he's awesome, by the way. And he has a tribe course as well. I'll link to his free trainings and stuff in the show notes at Naptime Empires. Anyway, I was exploring, but I was just lost and fuzzy. And then, okay, what else did I do? So I was like, membership, yeah, okay, let me let me figure this out. Okay, then I believe it was April that I finally did put a splash page out there, at least, for Naptime Empires. And it was just kind of a question mark of like, okay, do I want to, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do. I think that's when I created a type form so that anybody who opted in could just tell me what, they were looking for, whether it was podcast, book, course, again, I don't even know what the course would be, community, etc. And so I put this splash page up and I had listed it with a post and I can link to that in the show notes as well. But I had put that up there because of a, somebody had tagged me in a post somewhere in Facebook where it was like a new mom or she was pregnant and wasn't sure what to expect for when she started her business. And I was just like, okay, just trust that your own intuition is your wisest advisor. And you have to know that because you're going to get advice and input and like every shade of the rainbow of advice is about to fly your way because that's just part of being a mom forever. Solicited, unsolicited, advice, advice, advice. And so I used that post as inspiration to just finally get it out there and just share, okay, Naptime Empires. And I had briefly mentioned it in a podcast interview with John Lee Dumas for his Freedom Journal launch. Which, by the way, I just discovered, thankfully, because somebody emailed me the other day. It's one of his, currently listed as one of his top ten episodes of EO Fire. How amazing is that? I will link to that as well. Anyway... I had kind of mentioned naptime Empires, but it was just this slow, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'm just kind of putting it out there. And in the meantime, here I have my course, a course about copy, which is great and has like several hundred happy customers from all over the world. But I just knew that this wasn't it, as in this isn't all that I want to do. And I've known that forever. And if you followed me and been part of my community, then you know that. Like, I've always said that from the very beginning when I was talking about an entrepreneurial muffin top and my brain pants being too tight. Literally, in 2013, just months into my business, I was like, I don't just want to talk about copy. I don't just want to talk about communication. I realized that by being an effective communicator, anything that I'm doing, I'm modeling effective communication, but that doesn't mean I have to communicate about communication, And I've always felt that, but I've never really given myself the freedom to explore what that would look like. And so in 2016, this was just like smacking me in the face of the identity crisis, the ultimate biz puberty time. And I say this because I'm hearing so many other people who are going through the same thing, whether they have kids or not, whether it's because they just are shaking things up with their business or selling their part of a business or selling their business completely. Or not necessarily selling their business, but just looking at it like, who are you, business? Like, why did I create this? And that's why I wanted to share just more about my story, because it was frustrating and scary. Because a year ago, I knew that at this point, we would be about to be switching out of active duty. And I'm going to be stepping into our primary breadwinner role for the indefinite future. And buying a house. Like we're making all these big financial moves. So this is not really the time to be like experimenting with my business. And yet at the same time, this is, this is it. This is how it's happening. And I was thinking about it at the time, knowing man, in 2017, I'm sure I'm going to be able to look back on this and be like, Oh, well, of course that's what was happening. It was an upper limit problem or it was hormones or it was, Who knows what? An energetic shift. It was the nine year in numerology, the year of letting go and completion. Definitely at the end of the year when I saw all the memes for 2016, I was like, oh, good. It's not just me. Anyway, the summer rolled around for 2016, and I had been banking on, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do some webinars In June and July of 2016, and then everything's going to be all good from there. Because, like I said, in December, I had done a webinar that was, like, 44 sales in a span of literally, like, three days. So I was like, this is going to be great. It's going to be fine. I'm going to have my groove back. Everything's going to be good. So I do the first webinar. I invited my list, but it was, like, in segments because I was just rusty because it had been a long time and I didn't want to, like, totally F one up. And then that was it. Like, okay, oops. So I did four over a span of a week and it was fine. And I, I mean, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. My team thought it was great. Everybody in the comments also thought it was great, but people just weren't buying at the same rate that they had before. And I was like, uh, Oh, WTF. Okay all right. All right. Okay. I'll tweak it. I'll do something a little bit different. I know how to do this because I have, and I'll link to this post as well in the show notes, but I have the tale of two webinars from my first webinar that I ever did, which made exactly zero sales. And then the next one made like 19 or 20 just with a few tweaks. And so I did a whole blog post on that because I was like, uh, this is embarrassing. It's like when you trip and you fall, but nobody's around to see it. Like nobody would know if you didn't make any sales on a webinar. So it's like, do you need to tell people? Anyway, I think it's I think it's an entertaining but also highly valuable blog post, and I'll be happy to share that with you. But that's what happened in summer of 2016. I did these webinars. They just didn't go very well. Again, they did in terms of like critical success, and the people in the comments were like, "This is great," but they weren't actually buying and. And I wasn't, it just wasn't clear to me like out of, and I had several people who I was hiring to help for various pieces of my business. And I'm like, y'all can tell me, do I have broccoli in my teeth? And I just don't see it. Like what the F is going on that this just isn't working how it used to, unless it's an energetic thing. And I said that too. I'm like, okay, if the next two don't go as well, if it's the same thing, then I literally just have to take it as the sign of like, it's just time to just give this a rest and put the energy into Naptime Empires right now. And that was hard to do. By the way, a Course About Copy is still here. And I'm actually creating a whole new, what I call, subscriber experience. You don't see my air quotes. I'm creating a subscriber experience that's going to help me kind of integrate the Naptime Empires conversation. And just the lifeier conversation with how I'm helping people communicate in a clear, sincere way through their business. Because I, I now feel... Like, there's a clearer way to do that. Whereas last year, they felt like two totally different things. I couldn't see the connection. And I think that was part of the disconnect energetically anyway. But it was hard because not being able to sell my own thing as well as I knew I had been able to sell my own thing to share it in that way, it put me in a tailspin. It made me be like, am I even an entrepreneur? Like, what what is the definition of an entrepreneur? Is that even me? Am I an imposter? Can I even help people with naptime empires if all of a sudden I'm questioning my own freaking empire? Like, I don't even want to help people with how-to business stuff because I'm not even happy with my own business right now. This is the stuff that was going on in my head. And like I said, I, I don't know if I said this, but I thought this. I see it a lot. Like, I'm seeing it a lot right now in different groups, whether it's, Mom groups or entrepreneur groups and the moms are chiming in where people are just having this identity crisis of like, I don't know, is this even the business that I want to be creating or who am I? (laughs) You know, what is my message? All of this clarity stuff, right? And the confusion and the fog and all of that. And what I wanted to say, I know I'm just going on and I just wanted to share and be open about my story and my experience because I'm still going I'm still going through this. I don't know what the nice, clean, tidy ending is going to be. I haven't monetized Naptime Empires yet. Yes, I get more customers because more people, little by little, are tuning in to hear the podcast. So more people are coming to my website and going to NikkiEllidgeBrown.com shop and checking out, of course, about copy and associated offers and such. But I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like. But I'm just going through it and I wanted to let you know if you're going through a similar stage as I was in 2016 and you're still in that phase of like you really genuinely don't even know which action you would want to take next or maybe you're still really craving a maternity leave that you never created for yourself. I guess the whole point of this is to say, one, you're not alone. It doesn't make you crazy. I mean, it might make you feel crazy, but... You're not alone. This is normal. This is happening to a lot of people. This has happened to me. And it's okay to take a break and to take a rest. Because what I wish I could have told my 2016 self is like, it's okay. Just take a break. If you want to take a break from your business, if you want to just go, as I like to call it, laptopless. If you want to just give yourself permission to disconnect completely, you literally just created... I mean, your body, if you had your, if you actually biologically carried your baby, I mean, that's ultimately the most creative act that a human being is capable of. So it's no wonder you're not really into creating your PowerPoint slides right now. Or again, maybe you are, maybe that ramped you up, but that's not my experience. That's not what I'm speaking to right now. If you're in that mode and you're questioning everything, I just want to say, hold on, hold on. I know it feels turbulent, I know it feels scary, I know it can feel frustrating, but you're going to come out on the other side. The dust is going to settle. There's this really great book called The Lemonade Hurricane, and I'll link to that as well. And, But anyway, the idea is, uh, it's like a big sister who teaches her little brother how to meditate, and it's the lemonade that all the pulp is like all mixed up. But when you just leave the, the cup sitting there, then it drops, you know, the pulp drops, and then you have that clarity. And so I just wish that instead of like fighting myself all 2016, I would have just let myself be still and just be in that space. And I know it's easier said than done, the whole guilt-free piece, but just being content with the season that you're in. And whether that means taking a break or if that's not financially possible for you right now, just slowing down, and giving yourself permission to slow down or just to cut a few projects and just kind of scale back to the skeleton crew of like, what do you actually need? Because the big mistake I made was trying to spend my way into clarity. So I hired a bunch of really brilliant, lovely, amazing people. I joke that it was like an orthodontist office up in here because I had so many people on retainers, but I wasn't showing up for my business. So how could they show up and help me if I wasn't showing up? It was like pulling teeth to get me to do anything. And that didn't feel good. Instead of helping me and like feeling accountable, that made me feel doubly guilty because I'm like, well, not only did I not write an email for my Friday list, now, you know, I didn't write the Friday email for my list and now I feel double bad about it, (laughs) which is obviously not the desired effect. It didn't work. And, you know, it was a lesson learned and, and whatnot. But I don't know, dude. I just want to let you know you're not alone. If you're going through a phase where you're feeling unsure, I do have a post on biz puberty. I don't even remember what I said, but I think there was funny stuff about, like, you know, taking notes so you can look back on it because it'll be interesting. And you can see kind of, like, a growth chart of how far you've come. I'm pretty sure I talk about having friends to go through biz puberty with as well. Obviously, that makes it much more manageable. And you know that you're not the only one with these weird questions and thoughts and strange feelings, it's a real thing and it's okay. And I know, I know, I know it's okay. It's okay. But really it is okay because you're going to come out of it. You're going to come out of it. Whether it means you're going to have, like I'm having some new ideas of ways that I can bridge the work that I want to explore and to do now with the work that I did three years ago, originally, or four years ago, honestly, when I started my business, whether there's a way to bridge whether you just burn that ish to the ground and you start fresh. Whether there's some other option of a way that you can leverage the assets that you've created. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for you. And no one else can know what the answer is but you. But with this conversation, I just want to let you know, again, it's normal to feel funky. After you... you've And everybody said this to me, so here I am saying this to you. Everybody said this to me, but I wanted to be like, yeah, yeah, I know, but. I know, I know, I just had a baby, but. I I know, I know, I just had a baby, and my husband's deployed, and blah, 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 but. And I never, I didn't finish this story, but I didn't, even though there was an extra day in February in 2016, I didn't finish the freaking workshops in time, and so I literally made a video for my people who had bought the early bird pre-sold version And I literally made a video with Deacon sitting there on my lap on our balance ball in my office. And I was like, look, I completely understand 100% that I haven't delivered when I said I was going to. So I want to offer you a 100% no weirdness at all refund if you don't want to wait for me to get these workshops done. Totally understand that. If you do want to wait, that's cool too. And I'm sure now that I've released this shame, then I will get them done sooner rather than later. You know, that's cool, too. But if you don't want to wait and you want a refund, totally understand. And it was so funny. A few of them did very politely say, yes, okay, that's, you know, I totally understand. But, yes, I would like a refund. A few of them did say that. But at least a handful more emailed back. And they were like, Nikki, we knew you were not going to have these done in February. You know, (laughs) you're crazy. It's totally fine. Whenever you get them to us, it's going to be the perfect time. Whenever we need them, blah, blah, blah. And so that speaks to the value of whenever you do have dream clients and customers, either way, whether they're asking for a refund in a really nice way because you didn't show up and deliver what you promised, or they're totally okay with it because they know and trust you and the value that you bring. It speaks to the value of being yourself so that you attract the right people in the first place. And it also speaks to the value of just being open and transparent and not pretending like you're a robot for Pete's sake. If something's going on with you... There is a balance you have to find what you're comfortable with in terms of like just having that transparency with your clients and customers when real life is going on and you're in a tough spot for whatever reason. And then you have to decide, like I said, I wouldn't have felt right not offering a refund if I wasn't able to deliver those on time. Anyway, that was the sidebar. The whole point of this episode is to just have this funky space documented of the doubts, And the webinars, and the no matter what I tried to like hype myself up and do the dance party and get my red lip gloss and all that, it just was not happening. And I feel like that was what I needed to finally be like, okay, right, yes, now time empires, yes, on it, you know? And even then it took me a while because I didn't launch this podcast until January of 2017. I started recording it in October. I created the Facebook group, I believe, in July. And then I told people about the Facebook group in August. And then that's when I started, because I wanted to make the Facebook group. Anyway, you'll see if you're in there, if I still have it up by the time you're listening to this. But I knew I wanted to have a space because I like to create with an audience. You know, I like to have that interactive feedback. And so I knew if I had a, a space where I could share the journey as I'm going, that is what makes it more fun for me. So whenever the group doesn't feel fun for me anymore, then I'll ditch it. But for now it is. So... Anyway, I created that, and then I guess it had to have been September when I finally was like, all right, people, I'm going to start using Google Calendar. I got my Calendly link set up. This is happening. And then October and then November we went to Disney, and then December was just a blur. I mean, I don't even know what happened. And then and then I launched. So it was like the seeds were being planted in 2016, But you didn't necessarily see the fruit until now. And even still, I'm not really at the time I'm recording this, I'm not really doing a very good job promoting the podcast. I'm just kind of talking about it to my existing audience, but I haven't started to reach far and wide just yet. And that's okay, because I'm giving myself permission. Eventually I will, when I have the energy and the resources to do that, I will share it far and wide. But for now, I just want to give myself the grace that I wish I would have given my 2016 self. Because she actually did a lot. Like, at the time, my 2016 self didn't feel like she was doing much at all. Besides, obviously, momming two people and all of that. But, like, I look back and I'm like, oh, there's actually a lot of content from 2016. And I did do a lot of things and have these conversations. But, again, part of me wishes I would have not. Part of me wishes I would have just given myself permission to just completely cut off from the world, from the online world, if I wanted to. And to be okay with that. So, you know, take that for what you will do as I say and not as I do. If you're in that space, I just want you to love yourself through it. Like, just don't be so hard on yourself, please. Please. If I could say that to myself, please don't be so hard on yourself. And I know, again, everybody was telling me that. You just had a baby and your husband's employee. employed. la, la, la. But I wanted to be like, yeah, but I'm an exceptional human being who can kick ace on everything that she does, right? And I should just be able to take some vitamins and get my hormones back together and be totally fine and have that energy and focus and blah, 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 blah. Some people can. That's great. There are literally so many possible reasons why you could be feeling in a funk. So I'm not a medical doctor, nor do I play one on TV. I am not trying to breeze over issues that are much deeper and bigger but if you're just in a general funk and it's not normally your space and you're questioning what business you have even having a business I just want you to know you're not alone if you need to give yourself permission to take a break or do something differently try something new then do it that's all that's that's what I want to say I hope that sharing my story helps you feel a little more normal And gives you hope. The weirdest part probably was at all of this is when I was realizing it had to have been late summer 2016. That's when I realized, whoa, I have officially crossed over the million dollar revenue mark in terms of like my total business. So in less than three and a half years, my business that did not exist generated over a million dollars. And I was like, whoa. And at the same time, I was like, whoa, because I have no idea where the next million's coming from <laughs> or how long it's going to take. I have a feeling it's going to take a whole lot less than three and a half years to get to the next one. But at this point, again, all I care about is something that's sustainable and scalable and feels really good and current with who I actually am and the value that I actually want to offer and the things that I really want to talk about and could keep talking about forever or at least for the next like, you know. Year to three years or something. (laughs) Anyway, I know I'm rambling, but that's kind of the point is that sometimes you just got to let yourself roll with it and ease up a bit, take a good look and an honest look at what's going on and assess your needs because that's how you can be of the best service to everybody around you, which is a common theme, something that I've talked about in practically every solo episode to hear. So that's that. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope this was helpful. And yeah, join the conversation because I would definitely love your feedback. So please, if you haven't yet, leave a review. If you are in the app, you can just click the review tab and leave a short and sweet review. I love to hear from you. I'd love to see you in the Facebook group at The Playground. And I'll talk to you next time. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to NaptimeEmpires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I meant priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind-the-scenes scoop, and, of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. NaptimeEmpires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening.